Hello and welcome to my new podcast, My November Story, which is a journey through my cancer story, actually from 2013. My name is Bernard Karras, and as you might hear from my accent, I'm not English, neither American, I'm actually Austrian. And I wanted to take November this year to tell my cancer story. And the reason behind it is that, unfortunately, we do not speak enough about men's health. And there's a great foundation out there called Movember. Look them up on the internet, movember.com, or find them on my own webpage, bernardcaris.com, where you find out more about men's health and especially about three issues, about testicular cancer, prostate cancer, and also depression and suicide prevention. Movember is doing a great job to raising the awareness of men's health issues. And I thought that this November, five years after I've been diagnosed with cancer, it is a good opportunity to tell my story and hopefully encourage many people to speak about men's health, to look after yourself as a man, and that you look after your beloved ones and your beloved men around you. In 2013, I was in my end 40s. In June 2013, I just left a very prestigious job. I was the CEO and artistic director of the Vienna Concert House. And I was about to start my own business. And I got ready over the summer to start what's now called Hello Stage, which is the largest classical music community or one of the largest classical music communities in the world. We share our passion for classical music with hopefully as many people as possible. And it was an absolutely exciting time for me. Normally, over the last couple of years, it was that in September, just after the summer, I would do my regular checkups. I would go to my dentist and I would probably go to see um, my normal um, general practitioner. And over the last couple of years, you know, when you're in your mid-40s, you start also to go to your urologist. And that journey wasn't actually easy because, first of all, as a man, I, you know, I don't want somebody to play around with these things. And for whatever reason, it took me quite a while to find a urologist I can appreciate and I can respect where the practice is actually nice, where the doctor is respectable and so on. But I found someone and one of the reasons why I found my urologist was very simple. He actually played classical music in his waiting room. So that was a big plus. But in September 2013, I just, you know, founded Hellstage, built up a team, raised money. I didn't have time nor the energy to see any of my doctors. So I completely ignored that. In December 2013, I thought, hmm, Bernhard, perhaps I should go at least to a couple of doctors and at least see my urologist. And for whatever reason, I made an appointment with my urologist on Thursday before Christmas. And just a couple of nights before actually I was about to see my urologist, I felt 
something different on my nuts. So, hmm, okay. I didn't worry too much. It also hurt a bit. I thought perhaps, you know, I've squeezed something or so. So just a normal thing which happens from time to time. And so unsuspecting, I went to my urologist, listened to some classical music in a waiting room, came in and he did all the things a urologist does. Not necessarily the nicest things in the world, but what can you do? And he was playing with my balls and said, oh, I think we need to do an ultrasound here. So he did an ultrasound and didn't speak much. And I got dressed again and was sitting at his desk and he said, Bernhard, you have testicular cancer. And that was an unbelievable huge shock. The word cancer in any kind of relationship to me was kind of, you know, I didn't believe it. I was just an entrepreneur. I started a company. I was full of energy. And then somebody told me that I had cancer. I couldn't believe it at the beginning. So I was in complete shock. And he continued speaking and said, you know, testicular cancer is actually not the worst thing um, that can happen. And it seems to be still in a very early state. So it should be okay. But I should do surgery immediately. And he got on the phone to speak to a doctor he knew at the hospital here in Vienna. And he told me, you need to go there right away. I was still completely in shock. And then, you know, what can you do? So I left the practice there and um, was on the street and tried to call my partner and kind of issue there. We had a bit of a falling out that day, so the air between us was not really necessarily the best, which happens in a long-time partnership from time to time. I couldn't reach her, and I was a bit upset, and I tried to call her and call her and call her and left her one message after the other, but to no avail. So I went to the hospital and went into the ambulance there and um, said, hey, you know, I was sent here um, for that reason. And there again, the doctor on duty did the tests, looked at my balls again and confirmed the diagnosis and said, yes, we need to do surgery and that as fast as possible. So if the second doctor already said the same thing, it's kind of really shitty and you think, shit, you know, I can't ignore that, that's probably true. And he rang the staff, the urology staff in the hospital to see if they would actually do surgery today, but then said, no, I have to come back the next morning and I should not eat in the morning because they might actually do surgery right away, which was quite a shock. Luckily, my lovely partner at the time came by and um, was also completely shocked and hugged me and there was at last someone I could talk to. And when I came home, it was really tough whom to talk to and we had a guest there and um, everybody saw that I was in a different state, that I was shocked. Um, and I didn't know what to do. So what you do in today's time certainly is you go on the web 
on the internet and start researching what testicular cancer means and what you do and what actually the surgery everybody is speaking about means. And luckily I have read Lance Armstrong's autobiography probably a year or so earlier. So I've read a bit about and heard a bit about testicular cancer and knew that he was absolutely fine. I also knew that he actually had children after that. So that was good. But I also remembered especially the gruesome stories of chemotherapy. So that was kind of something I was worried about. After some time and after so much research and so much shock, there was not much to do but actually to go to sleep and go to bed. And getting ready for the next morning to go to hospital is the prospect of having surgery right away. Well, that's it for today and I'll tell you the Friday story tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening and please be aware of Movember, the whole movement. Support it, speak about it, speak about men's health, ask people how they are, how they feel. Don't ask just once, ask at least three times. And get a lot of information on Movember.com and I would also appreciate very much if you actually support the foundation. I think it's a great foundation. You find a link to that on Movember, on actually my own webpage on BernhardCaris.com to my own fundraising goal. Furthermore, I'm planning to write a book about my own journey. If you're interested in that, you already can sign up. It probably will come out in a year's time or so. I hope you're joining me for this journey of my own cancer story over this November. And I hope it encourages you that you speak about men's health issues, but also for the bros out there who have testicular cancer. Guys, I know it's tough. It's really shit and a lot of things happen you don't like. But we can get through it and I'm very happy today five years later that I'm completely cancer-free, that I'm healthy. And it is in some respect, I actually feel better than ever before. So don't despair. Thanks so much for listening. We'll speak tomorrow. And thanks. Have a good day out there. Bye-bye.